Hey everyone, I'm glad you got to listen wherever you find yourself. Thank y'all for tuning in. I tried to record our sermon from this Wednesday night, but unfortunately the whole voice recording is so bad and my voice sounds so low. I think it was because I was connected to the speakers, but anyhow, I just wanted to go over really quick about what we talked about this evening. And what we talked about is at the beginning of the service, we just reviewed what Sheol is. And if you'll remember from last week, Sheol, it can be one of four things. Number one, it can just be talking about the ground, and that's from Amos 9, verse 2. Or, as Job puts it, Job calls Sheol the place of the dead, and so it could also be that. Number three, Sheol could be nothing more than hell itself. And so you have to ask the question, does Sheol refer to hell? And then I believe we can get that idea from Isaiah 14, verse 15, and Luke chapter 10, verse 15 as well. Fourthly, Sheol may be a, a place or a, 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 a dwelling place of two different rooms. And within one room is called the place of the, the paradise. And Jesus calls it paradise when he's on the cross. And another place calls it the, uh, the bosom of Abraham. And on the other side of Sheol is a, is a dwelling place called the place of torment. And that's what scripture refers to it. And so those are your four different views on hell. And the last one, number four, comes to us. We, that's where we get the idea when Jesus is speaking of the rich man and Lazarus. In Luke chapter 16, he says that there is a... Uh, a, a place of torment, and then Lazarus goes to the bosom of Abraham. So of those four, you have to figure out which one do you believe, and what do you think Sheol is. The reason that it's important to figure out what you believe about Sheol when it comes to asking yourself where did Jesus' spirit go after he died is because Acts chapter 2, verse 27 says that it's David speaking, and it's Peter actually speaking about David. And he says that God would not leave, would not leave Christ's soul or his spirit down in Sheol. And so you have to ask a question yourself that question. Well, is Sheol meaning, well, God wouldn't leave Christ's spirit in the ground? Christ wouldn't leave, God wouldn't leave Christ's spirit in the place of the dead? God wouldn't leave Christ's spirit in hell, or God wouldn't leave, leave Christ's spirit in one of those two rooms, whether it be the place of torment or paradise. So what you determine about Sheol determines what you think and how you think on that verse of Scripture. I think it's also important to def- decide what did the church fathers think about it. And the Apostles' Creed which was written in probably about 250 A.D., so maybe, you know, 200 years, 220 years after Christ would have have, have, have died and, and raised back to heaven. And then also probably 180, perhaps 170 years after the apostles themselves would have been died. Wow. I just said Ben died. <laughs> What grammar, my bad. It was late when I was recording this. Anyways, back to the sermon. In 70 years after the apostles themselves would have been died. So it was written several years after they would have lived. But all the Apostles' Creed is, is 
is the church got together all the apostles' teaching and put it into one creed. And the creed reads something like this. Let me see if I can find it on my phone again. It goes something, <coughs> excuse me there. It goes something like this. I believe in God. And I would say that, yeah, that's true for us. Like We do believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his holy son, our Lord. And we believe that, you know, as Christians. We also believe, and this is what the Apostles' Creed said, it says, He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, which we believe. And then it says, He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, he died, and was buried. So everything the Apostles' Creed says up until this point, we agree with it as Christians. And I think all Christians believe this. But the next line is what gets a lot of people and it's kind of it's kind of hard to understand but it says this it says he he being Jesus descended in to hell on the third day he rose again and he ascended into heaven so that's what kind of gets us about the Apostles Creed as well did he really descend into hell well the Apostle Creed says that he did but my question then would be is the Apostles Creed enough for us to believe it is because the is because it's in the Apostles' Creed, is that enough for Christians to believe that it's true? And I would actually say no, it's actually not. We need to find it in Scripture. And John Calvin said as much. He was one of the authors in the, for the Reformation. Here's what he said about the Apostles' Creed speaking of Christ's descent into hell. He said this, But apart from the Creed, we must seek for a sure exposition of Christ's descent to hell. And the Word of God, being the Bible, furnishes us with one. So even John Calvin was like, hey, look, you need to go to the Bible to see what, see what it says. And I think that that's a, good, a, a really good idea that John Calvin says. Is there any more places that tell us about Christ's Spirit besides Acts 2, verse 27? And there is, actually, because if you continue reading, right on down a couple of verses to Acts chapter 2, verse 31. If you go to verse 31, it says, let me grab my Bible and look and see what it says. I haven't, I can't quote it off the top. I'm just trying to kind of review for y'all because I, I feel bad. I feel bad that everything uh, didn't record right like it should. Let's look here. Acts chapter 2, uh, verse 31. Here's what it says. David was speaking, and this is Peter, by the way, who, who is speaking in the Bible. He says this, David was looking into the future and speaking of the Messiah's resurrection. He was saying that God would not leave him among the dead or allow his body to rot in the grave. And so there you have it. Acts chapter 2 verse 31 says, well, all this is saying is that God would not leave Christ's spirit among the dead. But that's not all there is to say about that. And in that translation of the Bible, that's I had to go back and look in the Greek. And to do that is very simple. All you have to do is type in Greek translation of Acts 2.31 in, in Google. And it'll pop right up. It's from Bible Hub. Just click it. It'll give you the Greek on one side, the English on the other, and it'll give you a transliteration in the middle, and it'll give you a strong concordance that you can look and discover what each word means itself. 
but the word that it uses right there in Acts chapter 2, verse 31, isn't the place of the dead. It actually doesn't say that God would not leave him among the dead. It actually says in the Greek that God would not leave him in Hades. Isn't that an interesting take, that God would not leave him in Hades? And so what does Hades mean? Well, Hades is the Greek word for Sheol, which is a Hebrew word. So the Greek word for Sheol is Hades. So it's basically just saying that God would not leave his soul in Sheol. It's just saying the very same thing that it says a couple of verses earlier. So where else would we go in the Bible to find out about Jesus? Where did he go when you died? Well, you got to go to Ephesians 4. I think that would be a very good place to go. In Ephesians chapter 4, it tells us that because Christ ascended to the heights... He also descended to our lowly world. The tricky thing about that translation is that it says our lowly world, but the Greek is actually divided. Half of the manuscripts, the old manuscripts from the Greek, say our lowly world, and the other half says a different translation, which some of your Bibles actually may say if you go look there in Ephesians 4. I believe it's verse 9. I believe it's verse 9, but I'm not sure on that. It's a, it may say something like, descended into the lower parts of the earth. So half the manuscripts say, our lowly world. The other half actually says, to the lower parts of the earth. So which one is it? Well, we don't know. But what we do know is we have, I guess you would say we have four options. There's four options there. Option number one is, Israel, and it's not probable, but it is at least possible. So option number one is that Israel is 408 meters below sea level. So when it says that Christ descended, it just means that he descended to Israel, meaning 408 meters below sea level. Like I said, it's not probable, but it's at least possible. Option number two is a lot more likely. It's the idea that when it says that Christ descended, he descended into the ground or into the grave it would just be like us today saying something like hey look he died and he went six feet under so maybe that's what it's getting at option number three would be is that when he ascended when it says that he descended it means that he descended into hell meaning the lower parts of the earth so that could be that could be the translation number four is the idea that he ascended to heaven and then when he descended it's just talking about he came from heaven to earth so let me just review those again number one is it meaning that he descended to jerusalem which is 408 meters below sea level number two is it that he just descended into the ground when he died number three is it talking about how he descended into hell or number four, is it just saying that he descended He descended to earth from heaven? I'm not sure which one it is, but I do know that those are the four options, and I hope that you have uh, confidence in one of them. But if you don't, that's no problem either, because there are a couple of more scriptures that will help us understand uh, where Christ's spirit went. I do want to say, though, it's okay not to know who. It's okay not to know, because even with this, I don't know the answer to it. I don't know that I ever will. But I do know that when Christ was resurrected, he went from earth and then ascended to heaven. And now that he's sitting on the right 
hand of God. And I may not know the answer to it, but when I see Christ, I can ask him. I would say the very last scripture that we have to look at would be First Peter. It's chapter 3, and I believe it's verse 19. First Peter 3, 19. And it says this. It says that he, meaning Jesus, when he died, he went to preach to the spirits in prison. Those spirits are the one from Noah's time who was destroyed by the flood. And that just kind of throws maybe a little bit of kink in every other verse that we read because that's a little bit strange. He went to the, preach to the spirits that were in prison and those spirits were the people that was alive in Noah's day. That confuses me a little bit. Uh, and, and So I still don't know. Um, one of the one of the discussions that we had during the, the talk this evening was <clears throat> that they, the people that were listening at church wanted a, like a, like a definite answer. And if, and if Jesus was speaking right now, he would have a definite answer to give because he would know because he is all knowing. And I think that there is an answer to this, but I can't give it because I don't know it. And so I'm not able to give a definite answer, meaning that, hey, look, this is where Jesus went, or hey, look, this isn't where Jesus went, because I genuinely, I don't know. And so I, I try to give all the options of what it could be, and then let you make your own decision for yourself, because I don't want to tell you what I think, because if I tell you what I think, um, well, that's not doing you very much good. But what will do you some good in the future is to telling you all options all the options and letting you decide for yourself and study for yourself I think that's really important so I would say this I would say that there are four different options of what happened when Jesus died and it's all depending on how you view Sheol so if you view Sheol in in the form of there being two different rooms and one being paradise the other being the place of torment then it would seem logical for you to think that Jesus, when he died, went to paradise, and when he rose again, went to be with Jesus when he was lifted to heaven. And so that would just make sense. All right, so that's option number one. Option number two is that when, if you view Sheol to be hell, then you would think that when Jesus died, his spirit went to hell and it went to preach to those that were in prison in there. And then in that same day, because we do know that Jesus looked at the thief on the cross and said, today you will be with me in paradise. So in that same day, Jesus would have left hell, went to be in paradise, and then from paradise, he would have been raised back to life, and then he would have been Went, he would have been resurrected back to life and then raised up to heaven. Um, let's see. Number three would have been that when he died, he actually went straight to heaven. And that that is a view that many people have had for a long time. If I can just be honest, that's what I've always believed. Um and then I read First Peter, and I know I've read this before, but I guess I'm, it's never stuck out to me until 
a few months ago, but then I read First Peter chapter 3, verse 19, and it says that he spoke, he preached to the prisoners, the spirits in prison, and that got me scratching my head, and so where is the prison? Is the prison in heaven? Is the prison in, she- I mean, you know, is the prison in Sheol? Is the prison in hell? Is the prison in the place of torment? Is it in the is it in paradise? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. And I think that that's okay. And I think that that's okay because I don't think you have to know all the answers. But those are pretty much all your possibilities. So it goes back to what do you, what do you view she what how do you view Sheol? If you view Sheol as the promised land, then or paradise, and that's that's how you're going to view it. You're going to view it that Jesus just went down to paradise and sat there for three days. If you view it as hell, then you're going to say, well, Jesus went to hell, and he preached there, and then from hell he went to be with he went to heaven, and stayed there for for until he was resurrected. Option number three, you may view that he just went straight to be to heaven. Um, so those are your three major options and I hope you are confident or at least comfortable with one of them maybe you're like me and you're a little bit confused and don't know too much what to think but either way uh, I think it's going to be cool maybe one day when we get to ask Jesus ourselves and so I look forward to that day I hope you do too I hope this was a little bit um, interesting and sorry again that I couldn't get you the, the whole discourse. I'm sorry that my my microphone shut out on me. But I hope this was a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a, a concession prize or something like that. So anyways, well, hope you're having a good day. And I will see you all later. Until next time. Peace.